Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at GBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Wednesday the 10th of January. The World Bank was offering a gloomy outlook for the next five years in its latest global economic prospects. It allowed for media headlines along the lines of worst outlook in 30 years. Of course, the World Bank doesn't have any special insight in its forecasts, and there's no reason to suppose that its outlook is any more accurate than any other economists. However, if we temporarily suspend disbelief and accept the World Bank forecasts as accurate, standards of living are likely to improve a lot more than the GDP projections suggest. First, large parts of the global economy are experiencing a declining population, something that has not happened in peacetime for hundreds of years. That means that GDP per person will perform better than the headline GDP suggests. Second, the world economy should become more efficient in the coming years. GDP is terrible at capturing the living standard benefits of efficiency. Flexible working, automation, robotics, etc., are all helping us produce more with less. That means that things like environmental quality, work-life balance, and other measures of impact economics are not captured in a crude output metric like GDP. In Japan, November wage growth was disappointingly weak as to the headline numbers. This has provoked a frenzy of analysis from Japanese economists, many of whom want to justify a Bank of Japan policy tightening this year. This month's number is probably not that important to the Bank of Japan. One reason for the weakness was a lower seasonal bonus payment. However, most seasonal bonus payments are in December, not November. The Bank of Japan is also going to be concerned with the 2024 spring pay round, and that will need to be factored in to tightening decisions. However, the details of the data do also hint at weaker small business pay, and that is something to be concerned about. We have other central bankers on the agenda today, with the ECB's Schnabel speaking and Bank of England Governor Bailey testifying to Parliament. Bailey's remarks will be significant as the Bank of England might well lead developed economy central banks in the easing cycle this year. The UK is a more interest rate sensitive economy than most of the developed world because of the UK's mortgage structure. And the bank began tightening monetary policy and also quantitative policy early. However, the UK's post-pandemic inflation experience has been very similar to the G7 average. Over the period, prices have risen less than in the US or Germany, but a bit more than in France or Italy, for instance. On the inflation front, Australia, Denmark and Norway all provided consumer price data that was soft or softer than expected at the margin. None of these are necessarily major points of focus for financial markets, but the collective consumer price inflation story across advanced economies has been for inflation to tend to surprise to the downside rather than the upside. These surprises are not, in fact, that surprising. A profit-led inflation episode is hard to model economically because it's based on imperfect information on the part of consumers, focused narrowly at the end of supply chains, occurring infrequently, and it is something that companies will deny is happening anyway. 
That means that the advent of profit-led inflation surprises forecasts to the upside, but its unwinding creates lower inflation figures than mathematical models will predict. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.